Hi guys, hope you're all well. Welcome to Finding Yourself, the podcast series dedicated to movie, TV, sports and gaming. I'm your host Kyle Duffy and in today's episode, just a good bit I want to get through and talk about. A lot happened over the weekend, so let's get into it. First off, again, I hope you all had a good weekend. It was Halloween, hope you had a really cool night. Hope you watched some good scary movies and enjoyed yourself. Me, myself, I personally just had a nice chill night in on actual Halloween night with the girlfriend. We watched a few scary movies few caught up on a few tv shows and just hung out we had a few trick-or-treaters come by i think it was less than 20 in the end which we were happy about because we didn't have that many sweets left near the end and we were kind of worrying that we were going to have to tell people oh we have no sweets left and we were afraid we would get egged at the house here but that didn't happen thank god i think at one stage before the uh, the trick-or-treaters came around trick-or-treaters started around like seven o'clock and our state has a lot of young kids in it so they start a bit earlier than that sometimes it was around half six they started but we popped into town again just to get one last bit of sweets just in case we did run out and thank god we did because at the end i think we only had one or two bags left of like carry bow and stuff so i'm glad we went in for that extra stuff because we needed it overall my halloween was really cool i ch- uh, chilled out for the most part i went down to my home house to watch Hall- halloween movie on friday we watched a new Candyman movie directed by Jordan Peele. Really good movie. Really recommend it. Even not for Halloween, I would recommend it. Watching it any time you have free, like as a standard movie night, is a good watch. Definitely recommend that to watch. Other than that, Saturday I just chilled out. I released my podcast, Halloween podcast, on the Friday. I had a guest on, my second guest, in my brother-in-law chris i really enjoyed doing that with him it was one of the longest episodes if not the longest episode i ever put out of my podcast we talked about halloween movies growing up our top three halloween movies each and different movies down the line that we really enjoy as well so yeah i really enjoyed that i look forward to having him on again down the line and i hope you all enjoyed that episode too today i want to talk through the football over the weekend because we had a lot of games on i wanted to get through a bit of gaming as well and movies and tv shows i've been watching this week as well as a few trailers i want to react to because i think i mentioned previously in the last few episodes i'm looking for tv shows to watch i'm kind of in between tv shows on netflix i'm waiting for certain tv shows to come back so i want to react to some of the trailers i've seen this week again i hope you're all having a good week this past week for me has been productive but busy. I've been trying to keep on top of everything between CRC and the podcast and getting everything ready for Halloween weekend. It was a busy one and as well as that, Leanne was up in a skillin with her friends between Friday and Saturday. So I was uh, alone in the house and I was getting everything done, trying to get done for the podcast and missing her as well. You know, like it's hard to kind of not cope, but when you're codependent on your on your partner like when you get along so well with your partner and they're not just your partner but they're your friend it's kind of hard to kind of cope without them for that long it's sad that we're that codependent but yeah it's um it was quiet here without her i can say that much anyway but yeah that was the crack this weekend this past week i did my normal routine of going to crc for my segments i did all halloween movies this past week leading up to halloween like i mentioned in my last couple episodes i talked about halloween kills i went to go see that and i compared it and contrasted it to the original halloween movie on crc i really enjoyed talking about that and overall the radio is going really great for me i'm really enjoying it i'm now transitioning into the period where i want to learn more about presenting and putting putting together shows so i've actually asked aiden who i work with 
in CRC to kind of observe him and see how he puts together his shows and uses the controls for the volumes of the mics and all that kind of stuff. So I'm looking forward to learning more about that because that's another step I need to take in order to assert my independence as a showrunner and future presenter in radio. As for this week, I went in today to pre-record my Tuesday segment with Aiden because I'm away tomorrow for an appointment. And in that segment, I talked about Cougar Town and the new Candyman movie. The new Candyman movie was so good, very entertaining. I think Jordan Peele is doing a great job of making his home in horror and making great modern horror movies. Again, like I said, I went on CRC this past week and talked about horror movies in general and how they're all flash and no substance. And Jordan Peele is doing a great job at including style and substance in his movies. There's no needless jump scares. It really hits home. There's a reality to it. The characters are well written and realistic. There's no stupid mistakes made by a character who's just going to leave a body like lying around or like you know when okay say halloween someone has jason or no, not jason has mike myers in their sights there was a there was a scene in halloween kills where someone has mike myers down on the ground and has beaten the crap into him beating the shit into him and I'm thinking okay kill him kill him decapitate him stab him something and they stamp on his head and then like you hear a crunch and you think okay his neck is broken it's mike myers he's fucking invincible so finish the job off but they don't they don't they walk away and they're like oh he's dead no he's not dead you can't ever assume mike myers is dead until you cut his head off basically is my line of thinking and they leave him and then he gets up and i'm like oh for fuck's sake what i'm saying is there's no decisions made like that in jordan peele's movies and again i think the reason the reason there's no decisions made like that is because again he does a different kind of horror movie there's a lot of social commentary in it realistic comparisons to what is happening to today you know if anyone if any of you've seen the movie get out uh it talks a lot about racial injustice and white supremacy and all that kind of stuff and white people stealing black people's cultures and stuff like that like symbolism behind it and you know he does that with Candyman too he takes back the movie Candyman from you know people who made it back then whereas back then in, in 1978 i think Candyman was just oh yeah the black guy is the bad guy the new Candyman talks about social commentaries such as police brutality and gentrification of poor black neighborhoods. So there's a lot to dig deep in with that movie. So I would definitely recommend watching it. Say I wouldn't say it's just for Halloween. I'd say it's a movie you could watch year round. It is a very good movie to watch. So I definitely recommend it. With Cougar Town, I reamed this show. Let me know your opinions on Cougar Town. I know it's probably universally, li- universally liked, but I hated this show. And the reason I hated it was a couple of reasons. First off, I loved the first few episodes. They were great. Totally loved the premise of the show. Loved Courtney Cox. All the characters seemed kind of basic, but I was like, that's fine. You know, we're, we're getting into it. It's the first season. There's six seasons in this show. They're bound to give me some depth with the characters. That didn't come. And every character turns out to be a walking cliche. You know, the bitch character is just a bitch. There's no layers to her. She has opportunities in the show to become a better person and be like, oh, okay, I'll be nice to that person. No, you're just a walking bitch. And it's so hard to root for someone when you don't like them. There's not one episode I really was like, oh, good for them. Or, yeah, I'm rooting for this character. No, it doesn't come. Every character, what you see is what you get. That's basically it. And that is the most horrible thing to do in a show because you need depth in How I Met Your Mother. You know, the main character, Ted. 
he's lovable, he's a romantic, but there's loads of people who have done commentaries on his character being like, well, actually, he's very selfish. You can look at it from all different angles. His character did this, and in his mind, he thinks he's being romantic. But to the person he did it to, or like the woman he's trying to woo, he seems crazy or unrealistic, you know? There's no angles of perception with the characters in Cougar Town. And there's, you, can, you only see them one way, which is the way they present themselves, which is the bitch character is a bitch, the ditzy character is just ditzy and a, um, an idiot, the ex-husband's character is just a loyal best friend and a lovable idiot, and the grumpy neighbor is just a grumpy neighbor, and Jules, the main character played by Corny Cox, you think she's the hero of the story, but she's just as bad as the friends she has. I just, I when I was on CRC this today, I talked about the comparisons. I c- kind of compared it to, um, I kind of compared it to Always Sunny in that way. Whereas the group of Always Sunny, in Always Sunny, they have a bad dynamic where they all are codependent on each other, but they're all horrible people, and they get more horrible as the show goes on. But at least in Always Sunny, you can take pieces of yourself from the characters in that show, and they make their characters likable. Like, no one can hate Charlie Day in Always Sunny. It's um, it's damn near impossible. Like, the only character you kind of hate are the side characters. But you don't fully hate any character in Always Sunny. Because they do a good job of writing their characters. They give them depth. There's layers after layer after layer. And you see the reasons why they are the way they are. There's no depth given to the characters in Cougar Town. And because there's no depth, you have the same conversations every episode. The same reactions from the characters every episode and the same conclusions the same endings and that made the show very boring to watch over and over again and that's why i put it down after five seasons and just thought i've had enough the show is breaking my heart but again i'd love to know your thoughts on the show do you love it do you hate it and let me know your opinion up on anchor fm i'd love to know your thoughts and opinions one more thing before i move on from cougar town i was talking about it and comparing it to always sunny just to get my point across in always sunny they set it up to let you know that the characters are horrible people. That's their premise. They want you to know how bad they are. They want to set up this premise of, oh, they're horrible people. They only get worse. That's the premise. Cougar Town, that's not the premise. And the fact that I think all the characters in this show are horrible people and I wouldn't look at them twice crossing the street is such a bad thing to take away. That's not how they're trying to put across the characters in the show. The bitchy character is supposed to be, oh, she's so cool because she's mean. It's not cool at all. All the scenes with her in it are so unfunny. And another thing, the the actress playing the character, she was in Scrubs. And I really liked her in Scrubs. She played Dr. Cox's wife. And she kind of played that bitchy character in that show as well. But there was layers in that show to characters. That show did layers very well you know giving characters the layers and the depth they need to have a good show and to keep that show running cougar town didn't have this it was just basic bitch mode her character sits around and insults people every episode and when she's confronted with her bad behavior she goes oh i'm a bitch get over it okay great i want to watch that for six seasons jesus christ what i'm saying is they didn't mean to make these characters look this way. And the fact that 
two people in myself and Leanne found them detestable at times is it speaks volumes but again i would love to know your opinions let me know up on anchor fm that is what i was talking about on crc fm today and that'll go up on the tuesday show tomorrow i'm looking forward to thursday show i'm thinking about talking about witcher the tv series as well as a movie i don't know what movie yet but i might need to go see one in the cinema or check back on ones i've talked about previously on the podcast and see what hits me you know in the moment that's this week the schedule for this week i wanted to get into talk about the football right now there was a good few games on over the weekend a bit of news out of the football world as well so let's get into it first off my team man united great win against spurs 3-0 we needed to bounce back with a win because ollie is under real pressure now he said that he wants to come out and fight for his job any manager would obviously with the immense pressure he's under and the scrutiny from the media and players as well lacking confidence in him he needs to step up to the mark now and show what he's made of he came out on record and said he doesn't want his previous results as a manager to be the legacy he leaves he doesn't want this to define his legacy in Man United and he's right to think that way I as a fan want to trust that we have the right man in charge but right now I don't see it I still think that he will end up being replaced, but it's a matter of when, not if. And I hope I don't feel like that way forever because I do want to have a bit of confidence in my team going forward. I don't want the fact that Ollie is there to have a bad effect on me mentally watching Man United. So hopefully he steps to the mark and steps up to the plate and hopefully this makes him a better manager you never know what happens in football you never know what could happen you know there's been times where managers have stepped up when they needed to and turned a corner in their career maybe this is a corner for ollie to turn in his career speaking of turning corners crystal palace turned a big corner this weekend getting a very impressive win against man city 2-0 by the end of full time man city is sending off and a goal is allowed to be a yard but overall, Crystal Palace deserved this win. They looked hungry on the attack. They took their chances where they had them. The goals being provided by Will Saha and Conor Gallagher, respectively. Two very good goals. Will Saha is always a threat in, in front of goal when he gets going. And he's a very dangerous striker to try and withhold for the fences. Overall, I just think this was a case of Crystal Palace wanted it more. And you could say, oh, Man City weren't at the races, but there were several chances City had to go ahead in this game. Rodri had two big chances, one of them from a corner kick that was just straight at the goalie. Another one went way over the bar. And obviously getting a goal disallowed, Gabriel Jesus, his goal was disallowed from VAR, it was deemed offside. And that was unfortunate, but you can't really take anything away from Palace in this game. They worked hard for the win. And they fully deserved it. So this is obviously good news for Vieira going forward. He has a bit of momentum, you know. Obviously, with the um, with the results he's getting, it's not looking like it's hard to gel with that team. He obviously has a bit of momentum going now, and he has obviously has a bit of chemistry with that team to get them playing the way he wants. In other games, we had Burnley getting a three-one win against Brentford, possibly putting an end to their good momentum in the Premiership this season. Leeds United getting a 2-1 win against Norwich, proving that Norwich have a lot of ground to make up and possibly are doomed to be relegated this season. As well as that, they really have no momentum, especially after losing 7-0 last week, and I think it was last weekend, yeah, to Chelsea. 
that's such a demoralizing defeat and they really need to get themselves together if they want to get back in fighting form. West Ham dominating Aston Villa 4-1 just proof that Aston Villa, even though they are trying to make up for the absence of Jack Grealish, they really are missing him in front of goal. Liverpool losing the lead and drawing two all with Brighton. They went 2-0 up from two great goals from Mane and Henderson and Brighton fought back, you know, the last 15 minutes of a game are always the most dangerous and the second half is where the teams need to just buck up and either keep on going and I think Liverpool, you know, are guilty of this in the past. They've down tools near the end and they've kind of la- lapsed in concentration. I think this happened again against Brighton and this is something they need to stop and get out of the habit of doing this because they're going to drop points. Obviously, Man City dropped points, three points altogether in their loss, but Liverpool aren't fighting against Man City this season. I think their main opposition is Chelsea. Chelsea getting a 3-0 victory against Newcastle. Pure domination, in my opinion. They are very consistent this season, and that consistency continued against Newcastle, getting another clean sheet. Arsenal pulling out a very impressive 2-0 victory against Leicester, and Ramsdale having a very good game. He has come out and said he's ready to start his mount not his mount, what am I talking about? He's ready to start his campaign to become the England number one. He's really itching to get in goal for England and fighting for that position. So those are the all the results over the weekend. In other football news, Nuno Espirito Santo has been sacked from Tottenham after his training loss against Man United at the weekend. He lasted less than five months in the job, and I think everyone saw this coming. The bad form had no signs of stopping. Harry Kane hasn't been the same man since the Man City debacle and their poor form has continued from Mourinho's run as well. So when they let Mourinho go and they were trying to get some in, I think they were desperate. And I don't think Nuno Espirito Santo was the first manager they went to. So the fact that they're sacking him comes as no surprise. It was going to happen sooner rather than later. I suppose it's just throwing the club through a whirlwind to sack another manager not even midway through the season so that's going to be a big mental game for them to get around and try and stay up in the top 10 because I think that's their realistic expectations this season to try and stay in a position where they can get European football next year because I don't think the Champions League spot is realistic for them. That was the football news this week again let me know what you think about Nuno Espirito being sacked do you agree with it? If you don't, if you do, let me know up on Anchor FM. Let me know what you thought about the results this weekend. Who do you think is the favourite? Who is your favourite to win the Premiership this season? Do you think Arsenal are finding their form again? Do you think Arteta's coming good? What do you think about Oli trying to keep his job? Do you think that Chelsea are going to mount a challenge and keep mounting the challenge? Or do you think that City will come good in the end? Or even Liverpool? Let me know your thoughts on Anchor FM and let me know who you're supporting. On to gaming talk, like I mentioned in my previous episode, I've been playing a lot of Ghost of Tsushima, a samurai game. If you missed the last episode, I'm basically playing a game where you play an ancient samurai who is trying to stop the Mongolians taking over ancient Japan, and you have to go around the country recruiting samurais to help you fight the army. The Mongolian, Mongolian army, you have to free enslaved peasants and you have to free cities from mongolian rulers and it's all building up to a last battle where you try and save your uncle 
who was a captive of the Mongolian army. There's a lot of intricacies with this game. If you've ever played Red Dead Redemption, there's an element of good honor and bad honor. I talked about this before. So you can choose to be a bad guy, play as a bad guy, or play as a good guy. There isn't that in this game, but there's an element of it. So as a samurai, you have a code of honor, a code of war as a warrior you always face your opponents head on you never attack them from behind or take the coward's way out if you will and you are teamed up in this game with a with a thief who is used to sneaking around and killing people from behind and in one mission you have to decide whether breaking your code of conduct and your code of honor is worth doing because if you don't do it you won't be able to get information that could help you find out where your uncle is being kept and every time you break your code of honor it flashes back it flashes back to a point in the game where you're growing up and you're learning that code of conduct with your uncle so eventually the word gets back to your uncle that you know we've found mongolians dead who have been attacked from behind and he's only now learning that you might have broken your code of conduct so there's a whole anticipation behind that storyline of will he even want you to rescue him because you broke this code of honor that you've been taught to live by your whole life so it's a very interesting cultural aspect to this game as well in the samurai world and being a samurai in the game overall the gameplay is very interesting very captivating like i said the graphics are amazing the battle scenes are very good the combat scenes are very interesting you know you have your samurai sword and your arrows I'm used to like the arrow combat, you know, with with certain games I played in the past with Reddit Redemption as well. So I'm really enjoying this game. Again, I fully recommend it if you haven't played it already. And if you have played it, let me know what you think. But no spoilers, please, because I'm ba- I've barely scratched the surface. Barely scratched the surface of this game, so no spoilers. But yeah, let me know what you're playing at the moment. Again, that's one thing I really played this past couple of weeks. Like I said, I don't like to play too many games at the one time because then I become disinterested altogether. But yeah, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima. I pre-ordered Football Manager 22. I can't wait to play that. I'm kind of, I'm trying to decide what I want for Christmas. It's now the time where I decide, you know, my Christmas list. And I kind of use the month of November, like many people, to kind of think of what I want. And I order ahead of time. I order presents for other people. And my sisters are put in on whatsapp you know what they want and i've got a good list i haven't put together a list at all so i need to think of what i want them to get me because i think the years are gone where we've been not the years are gone but like the past few years we decided to say what we want instead of surprising each other because there's always the aspect of like oh if i get something for them and they don't want it or they don't need it and then they have to put on a fake smile and be like oh thank you and they'll never use it i'd rather someone tell me exactly what they want and for me to get that because especially with women like i'm not women i'm in overall like i'm not that good at buying gifts in terms of personalized gifts my sisters are very good at that they know exactly what to get you they'll do the research and they know okay this she like this or he like this you know but i'd rather not take the chance i'd rather just you know what you want cool i'll get that for you you know so I need to make up a list this weekend and I need to actually start buying, ordering stuff online for my sisters and my family so that they're here in good time. I didn't want to order them too early because I don't want to have to hide the gifts from Leanne in the house because she, once she knows there's gifts in the house, she'll be like, oh, well, can we open them now? They're like, just open them now. It's 
It's fucking midway through November. We're not opening them now. She's like that with her birthday as well. Even with my birthday. She'd be like, I got you your presents. And I'd be like, okay, cool. And it'd be like a week until my birthday. And she'd be like, would you want to open them now? And I'd be like, no. It's not in my birthday. It's nowhere near my birthday yet. Just wrap them, hide them, and I'll open them on my birthday. And, she, and she'd be like, oh, no. But like, I want you to open them. I'm really excited. And I'm like, love. That's not the way it works. <laughs> I'll open them on my, br- on my birthday. But yeah, I have to get ready for Christmas. Again, November fucking first. It's like a switch clicks. Like there's gonna be it's not even mid November, but I'd say like if I go into town tomorrow, there'll be Christmas music playing in the shops and I saw I've seen a load of stuff online. I've seen I saw something from Mariah Carey there being like she had a punk three pumpkins outside her house and I was like, It's not time and she comes out and she smashes the one that says not hot and she's dressed in like um she's dressed in uh christmas gear and her song is playing she's made a mint of that i'd say but yeah i'd say like the hound will be buzzing now i said the christmas lights will be up soon let me know if you're excited for christmas if you have anything big on your wish list this year or if you you're like me and you don't know what exactly you want i i find that each year i'm struggling to find out what i want and actually decide okay i want this or i want that you know so let me know what you're looking forward to this christmas obviously the restrictions are way easier this christmas and we'll be able to enjoy it unlike last year i think everyone was looking around at their shoulder thinking okay should i be meeting with this person or you know should i be doing this whereas restrictions are way less hectic this year and we can actually just enjoy time with our families i'm really looking forward to that but yeah that's the crack this week i'm doing a bit of christmas shopping as well as that i i'm prepping for this week's crc fm uh segments and as well as that obviously just prepping the podcast episodes i'm really enjoying doing the episodes i'm enjoying doing these longer episodes and expanding out my content i hope you're all enjoying the longer episodes i'm certainly enjoying doing them and i really enjoyed having chris on the last day as a guest again i'm trying to figure out how to do set up the two mics and i really felt disappointed with myself with the episode with chris not because of the content but because of the mic situation I downloaded this um, software called, fuck, what is it called? Voice Meter. It's called Voice Meter. And it allows you to host, use two microphones, USB microphones, for Audacity. And I set them up fine, and I tested them and everything. And then as soon as Chris came over, obviously they stopped working. And I said, I'd say, fuck it. We're wasting time here. I won't have time to edit. Because it was on the Friday, and I was going down to see a Halloween movie in my home house. And I was on a time crunch for myself. So I said, fuck it, we'll just use the one mic. And because we did that, the sound was very, it was loud in places and then really low in other places. So I was really disappointed with that. But again, I just have to keep on saying to myself that I'm doing the best I can in the moment because I do have a habit of expecting the world for myself and giving myself unrealistic objectives and realities for myself. I'm not a whiz at all this stuff. I'm still very new to podcasting. And I'm learning day by day, but I'd like to master certain elements of it so I can feel a bit more confident in the content I'm putting out. Hope you all enjoyed the um, Halloween episode. Again, I really enjoyed doing it with Chris. He's a very good host. He's a very good guest to have on because he knows me very well and I'm very comfortable with him. So there's no kind of like awkwardness. And it didn't feel like an interview. It just felt like a conversation. And me and Chris can talk for hours, you know, to be honest about any all kind of shit so um it was really good to have him on and i'm really excited to have someone who wants to be on the podcast like that and i mentioned to him at the end you know i'd love to have you on again 
down the line if you're comfortable with that and he said you know listen anytime you want me on i'd be more than happy so it's great to have people around me supporting me in this endeavor and this hobby and this passion of mine and again like i said i hope you are all enjoying this podcast as much as i enjoy making it because day by day i'm learning more i'm becoming more passionate about it and more skilled hopefully but yeah that was the gaming news and football news mad about nuno esprito by the way i know we already talked about it but mad about that less than five months and just looking back on Lampard at Chelsea right he got 18 months just putting out there again why is Ollie still there you know if any other manager lost 5-0 at home to Liverpool he'd be sacked but again sorry that's a sideways rant we're done with football <laughs> on to the movies obviously this past weekend I watched a new Candyman movie and loved it one of those modern horror movies that don't over rely on jump scares it gives you substance it gives you story that makes it scary and obviously there is a bit of violence in it but they don't over rely on it like this past halloween movie did in halloween kills i mentioned that in my review of it they over relied on the gore and the gross out gore and violence in that movie but Candyman doesn't do that it kind of freaks you out with the possession side of things the killing is a consequence of that and the story freaks you out the story makes you scared and i think the story speaks for itself in jordan peele's movies he's a very talented director i think he's only going to go up and up from here he's obviously made his home in horror but who knows he might have other talents in terms of directing drama movies or comedy movies obviously he started off in comedy with keegan michael key and their comedic duo key and peel if you've ever seen that skit show he's very funny in that so he's kind of like a three-pronged sword you know he's a he's a multi-talented person so there's no kind of pigeonhole in him he's made his kind of career in a way that like he can't be pigeonholed because he now knows that yeah i'm good at horror i'm good at comedy there's areas down the line and there's chances from down the line to be to dip his toe into drama as well and i think he would be able to do that as well because he's a very talented director like i said jesus christ because i suck his dick anymore overall very good movie i would recommend Candyman. and if you haven't seen us or get out i would also recommend those two in terms of tv shows i haven't been watching a lot of new ones recently because i'm waiting for new seasons to come out of tv shows i love but i have reacted to a couple of trailers this week and i wanted to give my opinion on them first off witcher season two looks amazing the trailer shows way more action a lot more dry humor from Geralt. I love Henry Cavill's portrayal of Geralt in this TV series. He killed it in the first season. He looked the part and he acted the part. Everything was there. So hopefully he continues his good run of form as his character in season two. They also look like they're expanding the world out and exploring more characters in season two, which I'm really excited for. The news of Tiger King 2 season two coming out has been all over TV all week obviously everyone really excited for this including myself i'm really excited to see how season one has affected everyone obviously joe is in prison for his plans to try and kill carol baskin but i want to see how everyone else is getting on as well and how it's affected their lives in the trailer it says that the first season barely scratched the surface so i cannot wait to see what they have in store and the trailer did very good at not giving away too much you don't see 
how everyone is getting on you don't see how everyone has reacted to things so they actually put enough in the trailer for us to be enticed but not enough that we're like oh we know what's happened so that's great about tiger king 2 i'm really looking forward to that as well as that there's been a trailer released for the movie lightyear which is a new pixar movie for next year and it's going to be starring chris evans i think a lot of people were confused and maybe a bit mad about this because it's based around buzz lightyear but it's not based around the toy buzz lightyear it's based around the person who inspired the toy so obviously in toy story buzz lightyear is a toy but he's a toy that's based off a real person in that universe so that's the story of this guy who's an astronaut who is the inspiration for the Buzz Lightyear toy in Toy Story. And because it's not actually it's not actually Buzz Lightyear, I think people are mad that Tim Allen isn't playing him. It's played by Chris Evans and apparently the director said that Chris Evans was his first and only choice for this role and was kind of born to play him. So I think a lot of people were maybe confused by that. But hopefully everyone is receptive to this movie because it looks like a very enticing movie. You know, the animation looks very pristine and beautiful. It looks like it's entertaining and I think there'll be a lot of nostalgia there for people who love Toy Story. And seeing the ins and outs of how this guy inspired the Toy Story toy of Buzz Lightyear. So I'm really looking forward to that as well. It's going to be released next year. Another trailer I saw was for Cowboy Bebop, which is a live-action TV series that's been adapted from an anime series. Uh, Cowboy Bebop is obviously a very popular anime series. I haven't actually seen it, but watching the trailer made me want to watch it. So I'm actually going to try and watch the anime series before I watch the live-action one and before that comes out. John Chow plays Cowboy Bebop in this live-action version. He's obviously very famous from his work on Harold, Harold and Kumar and very talented actor. It looks like he's gotten in good shape for this role. He has that charisma on screen, so hopefully he pulls off a good showing and the show has a bit of success. Like I said in the past, you know, live action versions of anime shows rarely have big success, but hopefully they've given due consideration and have put the effort in to make sure this goes down well. Besides waiting for other TV shows to come back on Netflix, I've been watching a lot of Chicago Med. I'm trying to get through that show. There's four seasons up on Netflix and I'm nearing the end of season three. I'm enjoying it. It's a good pastime show. It's a good filler show in all fairness. And from watching, re-watching a lot of Family Guy and South Park, that's basically been it. So if you have any other TV shows that you're watching and you think it's worth a mention or a recommendation, let me know up on Anchor FM. This is where I'm going to end today's episode. Again, I'd love to know your opinions up on Anchor FM. Let me know what you're watching, what games you're playing and what you thought of the sports. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. You can always find my podcast, Finding Yourself, up on Anchor FM and Spotify. I also have a YouTube channel, the Finding Yourself podcast, where I post up highlights from each episode. This has been Finding Yourself with Kyle Duffy. Thanks for listening.